When to refinance? That's perhaps one of the most important questions when it comes to your home. Uh, after, of course, the primary questions of where should you live? How much house is enough? Yeah, I remember William Danko and Tom J. Thomas J. Stanley in their classic book, Millionaire Next Door, talked about trying to get a home that is about two, maybe two and a half times your annual income. Three would be kind of a stretch, if I remember correctly, what they talked about. So you look at your income and think, well, I could afford a home according to a loan officer, which by the way is a salesperson. I could afford a home that's three, four, five times my income. Maybe, but why stretch yourself? Why not find something that's affordable, modest, that's the right house for you and that doesn't stretch you? My wife and I on our very first home that we bought was a HUD home. It was in seriously bad shape. We weren't planning on that, but that's what we felt where we should move, what we should buy and end up being what we called a 7-Eleven home. In other words, if I'd lost my job and only had income from a 7-Eleven convenience store, then we could still be able to afford the home very easily. And wouldn't you know it, about 15, 16 years later in our second home, we still have a payment that's very similar to our first payment. It's a 7-Eleven payment. No matter what happens in the economy, as long as one of us is working and making just a tiny bit of money, maybe $10, $15 an hour, minimum wage, we'd still be able to afford our home. Well, those considerations are primary, I think. They're very important when you're buying your home. It's not what impresses others. It's where can you have a home, not just a house? Where can you raise your family properly and in a good way? But when it comes to you've been in your home for a few years, there's always that temptation. Hey, maybe I should refinance. And I probably shouldn't call it a temptation because sometimes it's a really good idea. Other times, perhaps not. When you should refinance really depends on a number of things. One, what is this lower interest rate going to do for you ultimately? Is it just going to give you a lower payment so you can overspend on other things? Is this lower payment worth the cost of a refinance? Because even though sometimes people say it's a no-cost refinance, well, that what that means is you're not paying any money out of pocket right now. But over the life of the loan, you may be paying, usually on a refinance, even through a credit union or bank, there's $700,000, I've seen as many as eight, nine, ten thousand dollars $10,000 in fees that you may or may not pay out of pocket. Most of the time, you don't pay them out of pocket up front. It's over the life of the loan, over several years. So be careful. Just by getting a lower payment, you may be sacrificing a lot of equity, a lot of that money that's in your home that's yours to keep if you do it well. The refinance options, you need to consider, for instance, who are you going to go with? What type of a company? I had the opportunity to work for a, a refinance company back in college, my college days for a couple of years. I saw a lot of refinances, some purchases and things. And uh, years later, I worked for another company. So I've had a little bit of experience in the business. I read credit reports. I saw people refinance and such. Here's some other things. Make sure your loan officer is awesome, a person of integrity, because there can be some really crazy things. Uh, unfortunately, I saw loan fraud a few times, not myself, but people I worked with that I thought were good people ended up doing some loan fraud and other shady things. Make sure the company you go through is reputable. Again, make sure this decision is yours if you're going to refinance. I heard someone the other day say, hey, with the economy the way it is and interest rates the way they are, it might be a good idea to refinance. Well, look at closing costs, true closing costs. Look at what it costs to get that lower interest rate. 
Is it worth it? Go slow, get several options. As you know, this is my mantra. Don't go with just one company. Don't just go with your friend, your enemy, whoever. Make sure you've done your homework. Make sure that you have chosen the company they haven't chosen you. I heard just the other day a reminder of this importance of, well, it's just a good person. I'll go with them. Someone was told by a salesman at a store, a couple stores, hey, this is how it is. And so they thought, well, that's the way it is. Salespeople cloaked as experts are still salespeople. They are not experts typically. And the information they give you is calculated for them to get a sale, not to bless your life financially. You are the one that has the opportunity to make sure your life is blessed financially. Thus, when you're looking at what you should do to be able to get the best deal, make sure that you are not relying on salespeople to give you great, wonderful feedback. Sometimes they do, but oftentimes they're in it for themselves. And that's fine. That's what they're getting paid for. So to refinance or not to refinance, closing costs, who are you going to be working with, what type of company you're going to be working with. And know that more often you refinance, you're often just spinning your wheels because it takes usually a few years to start getting good amount of equity on each of your mortgage payments. Each payment per month at first is calculated that it's almost all interest and very little going to the principal. But after a few years, it starts to turn around and you start getting more and more to the principal. So when you refinance to get a lower payment, it might not be the best thing. It's kind of like, you remember that episode where I talked about car payments Car salesmen want to talk about car payments. You want to talk about no payments and paying in cash. You don't want to know how low can the payment go because the salesperson can lengthen out the term six years on a car, seven, eight, or longer. Your goal isn't low payments. Your goal is how much equity do I have in the car when I buy it? And in a home, the goal isn't what's my cheapest monthly payment because that can be stretched out 30, 35, 40 years on a mortgage or longer. Your goal is, how much equity do I have when I bought the home? How quickly can I pay it off? Does this refinance help me and my goal as a family, our goal, to be debt-free, to have as little payments as possible long-term? Huh. Maybe those are some of the best questions to ask. Not, do I have a low interest rate that I can brag about? Not, do I have a low monthly payment? But am I building equity? Do I have principal payments? Are they really a lot going towards the principal or is a lot of it going towards interest? I hope these tips help you. And if there's ones that I forgot or haven't thought about, let me know. Best of luck.